Yeah, um, what does TFG stand for? Those fucking guys. Those it's, yeah. uh, we're, we're, we're uh, I don't know. I guess for us in the the forty the SoCal forty K scene, um, we'd always call players that you know you didn't want to play against the TFGs. Those fucking guys because they were either or like that, the yeah, that or the salty. Or, you know. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. I just call my guy Alan. It's fine. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> hey, we have an Alan like that too. Maybe that's just what it is. <laughs> Probably fucking Alan. Uh, <laughs> like you play tabletop games. Is your name Alan? Probably a dick. <laughs> wow. Yes. <laughs> Words to live by. It's a podcast about Age of Sigmar. Three Canadian dudes and a talented Canadian gal. They have 10,000 takes, but rarely any are good. They record all the time. But we're not sure they should. It's party at the all points. Yeah, don't you think? It's party at the all points. Take a drink. It's got day 10. Getting your name wrong. And Tristan referencing Bulls basketball. And Nicole finding obscure Canadian songs. And I'm just fantastic guy. Hello, people who like the party, a.k.a. party people. And welcome to the party at the all points. Insert applause, Nicole. Your place for posting and toasting in the age of Sigmar. I'm not your pal. I'm not your friend. I'm Budtastic Guy. Hi, everybody. Tonight on this, our 53rd episode, we'll be chatting podcasting, TFG radio, and how long is too long for a goatee? Joining me tonight is D-Train, the softest hugger in the tough crowd, a man in search of a W. He's more than okay. He's Dayton O'Bray. Hi, Dayton. Hey, thanks, bud. That was a great introduction. And soft hugger, I think not if anyone has actually received a hug from me. I have. I can, no, it's it's firm. Firm yet gentle. Yes, right? gentle and firm. And also here with us this evening, the pride of Daniel Murphy High School, a man who has actually played AOS. He is Danny Ruiz. Hey, 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 hey. How's it going? It's so, going great. It's going great. I, I love the mix of uh, so when you guys go into your uh, exaggerated Canadian uh, accents, are we expected to go into exaggerated SoCal accents? Yes. All right. Fair enough. I think so. And Just when we talk tacos we... all the time. <laughs> ah, broad. <laughs> all right. And oh my goodness, it's somebody who I think has Sons of Behemoth on the shelf behind them. It's Adam Solis. Hey, everybody. And yes, I do. Prime and they're they're beautiful. Is that primed? It looks pretty gray to me. The the uh, mega gargant. I have four out of the out of the eight primed. Okay. All right. There we go. Halfway there. All right. So it, it, by party. the way, the tacos wasn't a reference just because they're South Bread. <laughs> I'm, I'm <just> like, <laughs> it was a reference to you haven't had a taco until you had a taco from LA. LA. Uh, San Diego would fight you over that. Everything's better in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, LA. I, it's LA. LA. San Diego. I've had tacos in San Diego. It's not no. LA. All right. LA. So party people. We have TFG radio. That's the, the those fun guys. 
And all right. Oh, you know, and a shout out to all the party people listening and especially to those who have given uh, the two hundred and fifty dollar pledge to our Patreon to get uh, Tristan to send you a personalized uh, song that he would write and perform for you. Uh, please smash like and subscribe and rate five stars so we can rule the niche Canadian Warhammer podcasting world with an iron fist. We are hey. taking over and big ups always to our super producer, Nicole. There we go. We got that intro out of the way. Uh, I would have changed the whole thing, but uh, Tristan didn't give me uh, editing access. Yeah, Tristan oh. won't be with us this evening. Unfortunately, he has things to take care of. We love him. He's going to do good stuff and we will miss him. But if you want to make him feel better, go out and purchase one of the Party at the All Points fanny packs of Bud's Drugs. <laughs> Bud's Drugs fanny packs Bud's, now available. <laughs> wow. In black or white. Are they available in white? Yeah, that's the other color. I'll get the white one. I didn't even. I'm probably get a black one. Yeah, you'll get a black one. Yeah, you're a black guy. So our listeners are called party peoples. What's the TFG listeners called? Suckers. (laughs) Suckers. (laughs) Uh, We don't have a name for them. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's okay. Fun guy. I don't know. Fun Fun guys. guys. (laughs) Yeah. The radio people. Yeah, I don't think we've ever bothered to. I mean, this is one of the reasons that maybe. uh, despite being around for so long that we don't necessarily are like have like we have hundreds of thousands of downloads of like we don't do shit like that <laughs> we're not like here here's a name for our listeners we're just like yeah we log on we bullshit together we sign yeah. off occasionally we give shit away you're not obsessed of... with the numbers like we are... a numbers uh, not anymore in <laughs> yeah. the in the we beginning be, in the yeah. beginning we were uh lately we just put the stuff out and people listen they listen if they don't they don't we look at it once in a while um I've noticed I well I look at it because I'm not me and John are the only ones that have access to it. <laughs> yeah, I live in I live in happy ignorance. Yeah. There you go. Just so like we Adam's tell, the only we one tell, we tell them everything's it. fine, whether whether it's fine or not. <laughs> you can tell how well we're doing by my uh, TFG Christmas gift of like here's a <laughs> here's a coupon to Shakey's. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I did have a uh, I used to work for uh, a company that did their the owner was crying during the Christmas party. And then a few months later, we had layoffs. <laughs> so oh, as always as a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Very reassuring. Very reassuring. Life yeah. lessons there. If your boss is crying at the Christmas party, <laughs> it's not because they're happy. It's because someone's sleeping with her, his wife in the bathroom. No? Possibility. Those Christmas parties? What? I mean, that's definitely possible. Yeah. I've been to some weird Christmas parties. Um, okay. <laughs> We're going to be talking same, a lot about same. probably 40Ks, May OS, so get your drinks ready. I think it's going to be referenced a lot this episode, being as TFG is a primarily 40K focused judging perspective podcast and yeah. video format as well, because you guys do on Twitch. Yeah, we, we do our shows live on Twitch on Thursdays every other week. Tune in for the memes. Yep, a lot of memes. <laughs> the yeah. hardcore introduction with the intro song and then Adam's voice. <laughs> instantly bringing you down to grounding <laughs> well you know not, they say you got to get you got to get up to get down right like this is just what it is that's yeah. right that's actually the, like the most tame hardcore one i could find <laughs> well yeah because we're like every other uh, 40k related podcast that's uh okay so what's your uh, intro music oh, let's do some kind of metal yeah yeah everyone's Basically. heavy metal right yeah well according, it's actually according, uh, uh, according 40K to focus everything metal. is heavy metal in 40k yeah well, I mean, this was actually when I first started listening to Party at the All Points. Um, I was the one thing that first attracted me to it to me the most was like, is that a 
is that Childish Gambino in the fucking intro here? And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And uh, uh, yeah, January and then now we have Bud's song, which is just uh, brings me back to somehow brings me back into middle school of when that song dropped. <laughs> and just being like, oh yeah, he's going to be in, isn't she? And then before that was Val Heffelfinger doing our intro. Mm. Oh, that's before my time. Yeah. The Heff. The How? Sloppy, he's too the big for us now, huh? man. We can't we can't afford him now. Well, no, now he's he's streaming all over the place with yeah. Camilleri and and Paul. Now he's an actual 40k talk or really tabletop gaming talking head. Yeah, basically what Producer. he's just said here, do something with the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's yours now. I got shit to do. Yeah. Basically. I gotta run this giant ass company. Hold on. Yeah. All right, so, so Tristan gave us show notes. Do we actually want to follow any of them? Yeah, man, we got like some hobby chat. Like, okay, we start things up, right? Yeah, huh? Yeah. Dane, chat, Dane yeah. what you working on? What you working on, Dane? Oh, I got two beers down so far. Oh, that's good. Good, yep. good job. Good job. You got some Labatt Blues going down there. Yep. Uh, no, no, I got some uh, Project Nine Pilsners. Uh, Project Nine is a bike trail in Fernie. Ah. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of biking. Uh, working on five of my daughter's a cane life stealers life was the stabby ones or the shooty ones shooty ones okay and they're getting close to being finished got my army professionally photographer Ooh, photographed I, I saw that but yeah that was they great make so it we look a, good uh we have a good friend uh courtney uh she always does our family photos for like christmas cards and stuff like that anything important really good photographer she never accepts money we buy her lots of booze as you do always pay for what you get even if they don't accept cash there's other ways to compensate people for their time um she's really good and i was just like hey uh can you take pictures of my minis <laughs> <laughs> so did she like, instantly think it was something else of like hey whoa 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 no no, no. Like, I mean, she knows me her, her husband's kind of nerdy her husband's collecting um blood angels i think oh, he's, yeah. a, he's a he's a big lore focused man mm who's casually trying to play the game but he doesn't get out very much but i think he's pretty much got all the books down oh wow yeah he's one of those guys um <laughs> good guy good guy no list but anyway so she she's never taken done f- photography for like miniatures or anything like that so i just gave them to her they're all magnets so i just gave them to her on a cookie sheet Right, and she's like, "Oh, I feel nervous about grabbing it." And I just basically like flipped it upside down. I'm like, "You're not gonna. It's it's fine. Like here, they're toys. Like yes, I put a lot of effort into them, but ultimately, it's plastic. Don't worry about it. If you like, destroy I'm, them, you'll yeah, never like, forgive you. It's you know, fine. This is hours uh, of my life. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's glue fixes a lot. We take these things on trips, man. Like we're expecting oh, the worst at all times. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she did a really good job. Uh, she was messaging me she was nervous about some things and intros and tips and yada yada but uh she was gonna send them out earlier but then i guess it was a nice day for late today so she was uh doing it and uh, she sent it to me and they turned out really well actually yeah no, it looks great i saw it on twitter i was like oh wow those that's definitely looks good like professional right <laughs> yeah that's 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 someone point. who actually knows how to use a camera rather than just click Look at that. Well, it's great. Like, yeah, my, my potato photos that I take of my army really don't do any justice. And it's it's a little disheartening, I guess, after you put so much effort into something, but then to see because photography it's alone is its own art, right? So oh very is. much so. But uh, yeah, yeah, super awesome. So I got that done. Um I've collected all the iron jaws. I literally I just have everything. 
So that oh, army's that army's on the docket. And uh yeah, that's me. Uh what about yourself, Danny? Oh me. Um I've been going back and trying to finish up Tyranid models that I haven't used in many years because I'm like, oh, we have new rules. I actually need to use warriors. So, you know, I have about 30,000 points of Tyranids and about 28,000 of them are painted. And I just need to finish up that last 2K. But of course, it's all stuff of like, I never used to run 12 Hive Guard. Oh, crap. I need to paint another six Hive Guard. I have like 20 warriors. I need at least paint six of them, if not all of them, because, you know, they're not bad now. I got to send you a photo of my buddy, uh, Cody. He's been collecting (laughs) Tyranids and Gene Stewart cults forever. Yep. Like he just has those two armies and he has everything. Yep. Everything painted really well. Like he has a downstairs table. It's a massive like ping pong size table. Right. And it's just covered. Oh, like he has everything. The, all the Forge World stuff. But... Oh yeah. So I have at least one of every model um, in the current production. Um, I have a lot of the uh, original like second and third edition stuff as well. Um, problem is like uh, over the, I've been collecting them for fuck like 25 years. Um, so <laughs> The red terror, like, the shitty sculpt yeah. of the old red terror. Oh yeah, I have him. I have <laughs> so him. Yeah, bad. Um, which is a little kind of derby. Face. Or what was the other um, one? The the uh, this, what the morphs? No, the the morphs. The um, the brain ones, the psychic ones. Oh, those uh, zone throps. Yeah, zone throps. Yeah, oh, yeah. I have foot. a couple of those. That's just like basically a brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've I even have a few of the old like bucktooth warriors. Yeah. Like it's just that looked almost like you know uh. 1930s caricatures that you see in cartoons um you know that now come with a warning label when you try to watch them um, oh you mean that was racist <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Who said? um but uh yeah so i've been working on that although i have a bunch of age of sigmar i just, my, my son is actually the person who pushes me the most into age of sigmar he's five and he has come to not just love stormcast but like also skeletons and so he's like he's like oh we should get this war cry uh you know what is a grave guard box and i was like eh, it's only like 30 that's a pretty good deal for that many and i was like god i hate building these things i remember playing death like yeah. in seventh you know seventh edition fantasy playing vampire counts i hate these freaking models oh my god but then i'm like man i used to have a gash i should get in a gash again yeah, oh, a pretty cool model yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> one. find the old one the old one is the best yeah, one the old one on foot with the yeah. big sword <laughs> Big, I thought about trying to find too. him yeah. and taking like a mega gargan and like cutting like part of the mega gargan off so Nagash is like riding like a decapitated zombie <laughs> and just have the old one riding him. Be like, yeah, same size. And there's still one of the models now that has kept its old rule from Age of Sigmar, where it's like the hand of dust. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, so Adam, yeah. have you I don't know if you know this, but it's a spell that goes off. You pick an enemy model and you put a die in one of your hands. And you hide it, and your opponent picks the hand. And if they pick the die, your model lives. If they pick the empty hand, your model just dies. Yeah, <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard about it's it. It's amazing. <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> I remember using that in AOS 1 when AOS first dropped. And I actually got to play games, but like, you know, the first edition AOS when there were no rules, no nothing, yeah. and uh, pulling that off on people and just watching them be like, you cheated. I'm like, my hands are literally where you can see them. Yeah. <laughs> like, was it Magic the Wanderer magic, or whatever? Magic if trick. you if you talk to talk to your model to get a plus one to hit or something. Oh yeah. There was if one your model if your mustache. model talks back, get plus yeah. two or yeah. something. Night goblin. <laughs> Night goblins. If you wore a hood, you got plus one to cast. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, there was the Empire ones of if your mustache was if you wore a mustache, you got a bonus to something. Oh yeah. So bad. Yeah, it was, it was like, wow, this was it, this was the uh, Kirby era of like his his 
his entire design of like what game design should be of like, we're oh, just yeah. a model company. No one cares about rules. And then yeah. very quickly being like, oh yeah, no dog, people care about rules. <laughs> yeah, that was, that rules. was full on like, hey, a system's dying. We're just going to kill it. Yeah, hey, well, here's I, it something. His trademark. Well, it's, it's funny, Kirby left not long after, I think it's like six months after AOS dropped. And, you know, AOS was his big experiment to the board basically to be like, we are a model company. I will prove we're only a model company. Rules are meaningless to our sales. Um, and he, you know, it's like they knew they were going to blow up fantasy because it was, you know, the game was dying. They're just, people weren't buying new armies, right? There was no reason to kind of invest. And so he's like, cool, well, we're going to do this new game, Age Sigmar. We have all these cool new models. We have all this new cool plastic tech. And the rules are going to be basically nonsensical. Like the rules are going to be super casual. There's not going to be any competitive edge to it. It is not going to be designed for any way for people to play in any way competitively. It's a beer and pretzels, pure in spirit. And the rules drop in six months when they see the sales are like just bad. They're like, oh, yeah. Very quickly, Kirby was removed to CEO and we get the, uh, the, the CFO became CEO. I always forget his name. And then they took on a lot of the community-driven points and stuff like that. Yep, they, they started adopting like that. And then, yeah. you know, AOS 2 came out very quickly right essentially or it was 1.5 it was like here's points right like you know here's yeah, our official handbook. like here's points yeah it was the general's handbook yeah yeah but yeah it's great you've been working on lots that's awesome adam what have you yeah. been working on sorry <laughs> <laughs> like, Dan, you shut up it's like all oh, right <laughs> no this is a great tyrant this is like, um i have no a bunch of uh, i'm still working on my thousand sons finishing them with the with the nice. custom forge world uh horse you heresy dropped the death guard already shoulder pads huh did you drop Death Guard already? The guy who's supposed to be painting them for me still hasn't finished, so I moved on. I moved on a thousand. Because I know you. I know you as a Death Guard guy. Like that. That's your preferred Chaos God. Yeah. No. You're lying. That's wrong. You're lying. I was at one point building a Death Guard army. I just had to wait for it to get painted, but the guy was taking so long. I moved on. To, by the time he he didn't even finish yet, I stopped to go yell at him. Uh, <laughs> or, or is my memory just skewed and you just got fucked over by death cards so bad at SoCal that I just thought that you liked them? No, I played them. I played uh, it was the Mortarion, not the Death Guard. Oh, okay. Because this was before the Death Guard Codex uh, came out. Well, yeah, I was talking like SoCal like four years ago. Three yeah, years you're ago? talking like three years yeah, ago. like three, four, three, four years ago. Yeah. My son was just born. I went to SoCal, so three years ago. And then, uh, but right now I'm finishing on the Thousand Sons. Who I enjoy. I enjoy playing the, the army mainly because I have extra wounds. Um, so I'm finishing them up and then, uh, finishing up some other stuff, some other non, non 40 K non games workshop stuff. So uh, how many mutilate vortex beasts do you have? It is oh. historical war game stuff. Actually, <laughs> what was the question? I'm sorry. How many mutilate <laughs> vortex beasts do you have? I don't have any. I, John convinced me to play all rubrics and scarab occult terminator. So I now am the owner of 50 rubric Marines and, Oh, I think wow. I have 30 Terminators. That's Where's a lot Zangers, of gold trim. Man? That's a lot of gold trim. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's it's I, uh, contrast is what saved me painting that whole army. So, <laughs> but so no. after that, um, I think after, there's some historical stuff I need I need to work on. I got the new dungeon bowl. Oh yeah, okay. Thanks. Thanks. So I'm probably gonna work on that. I do have a 3D printer, so I'm probably gonna print out the dungeon tiles. Printable bird. 3D mm-hmm. print instead. So. Uh, we'll what's see. what's what's your team? What's your blood bowl team there, Adam? Uh, I have a dwarf team. I also have an ogre team. Okay. Okay. Uh, I do have. I used to have a goblin team or a snotling team. Oh, okay. The third tier, the fun tier. 
the fun yep. tier, yeah. Yep. Halfling, goblin, all that stuff. Um, I'm not the here dungeon, to win. <laughs> the dungeon bowl is um, it's kind of a mix of races because it's like if anyone's, I mean, yep. it hasn't been around since like the mid '90s. So, uh, dungeon bowl is more of a it's based off of College of Magic from old from the old world as opposed to race. So different colleges utilize different races. So like one one team has like ogres, dwarves, humans. Another team has dark elves, skaven, uh, things like that. So, yeah, so just in case you any one of our listeners are young, you're not going to really enjoy this episode too much. You <laughs> have a lot of old age and old gaming in this yep. room right now. Yeah. And I already a lot of back in my day. Yeah. A lot of back in my day. Back in my day, the pewter was hard. Yeah. <laughs> back in my day, lead was actually lead. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can use bring it to school and use it for your pencil. You lick your fingers and you die early, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, but and you and I already mentioned historical, so I'll, I'll stop there with that. Oh come on! <laughs> I mean, I'm I have to finish painting my uh, gladiator arena that I built, and then uh, paint the gladiators. Uh, and there's, you just there's really like stuff. rank and file. We get it. It's fine. Yeah, well, a- AOS doesn't really have it, and the the old world's not coming back for a while, so got to fill it with something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> it's true. I'm waiting for it to come back so I can sell all my square based models. <laughs> Look, here's all these dwarves, and they're pewter. Don't you want no. them? Yeah. What? You got projects going on? Or what? I do. I do. Uh, I've been uh, painting up a bunch of Phoenix Guard for yeah. uh, uh-huh. for a Path to Glory campaign because I know Dayton loves Path to Glory. Hey, uh, your Phoenix Guard are looking ace. They're f- I'm having having fun with it. You got um, flames on the cloaks. Yeah, they're fuego, man. They look good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was gonna repaint my steam tank, uh, my my metal steam tank that I have that I've had for like 15 years, and then. <laughs> Uh, I rolled on the injury table after my last battle and he died. Uh, so, yeah. But that's a, yeah, but that's a good excuse to buy a Frostheart Phoenix. So Ooh. I sold a couple of, uh, sold some models. And Speaking of more old models. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to put some money into a Frostheart Phoenix. You know who loves steam tanks? No. Darren, Darren Watson. Darren Watson does. Yeah. Yeah, that list at five. I think you can have up to eight or nine. In yeah, list. I had five steam tanks. That's that's fun. Yeah. It's like, how, how far am I moving? Let's roll my dice and find out. Oh, three inches. <laughs> and this like, one's going 12. <laughs> that's like playing squigs. That's like yeah. playing squigs. That's... Yeah. With armor saves and, you know, guns. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah except you got to get armor save and guns. And slightly better than average bravery. Uh yeah, so you got yeah, half a glory yeah. going on, and you got your yeah. MCP and stuff still going hard. With- yeah, yeah, kids at school are having a lot of fun with uh, Marvel Crisis. We've definitely had some attrition. A lot of people are like, "I'd rather play outside at lunch." Like, okay, <laughs> fine. Yeah, when it's minus yeah. t- minus twenty this next week Celsius, they're gonna like change their mind and they're gonna want to come inside. I'm gonna be like, "You made your choice. This yeah, is we've been, a uh, state warm club. This is a gaming club." We've been unseasonably warm right now for Canada. Like our ski hill was supposed to open up this weekend and it no, we had no snow. We just finally got started getting snow again. So like yeah. the whole Canada is just been getting hit with a yeah. The but, warm front. But now an Arctic cold front is coming through. Yeah. So we've had blizzard well blowing just blowing snow warnings, no blizzard warnings today. 
But we're going we're down to like minus 35 wind chill tonight. So we're only minus eight here. So and <laughs> today was chilly for us here in Los Angeles. It is currently um listen like, i'm not eating tacos, 54 okay? no, fahrenheit <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, chili, i'm out here eating stews and shepherd's <laughs> pie while you're down there eating oh, yeah. tacos split tea cream. and ham soup that's what i mean and it was like 80 a couple days ago yeah yeah i don't my brother was in san diego the last couple of days he sent me lots of pictures oh yeah that's, hey, that, sucker. Seems kind of, yeah. that seems kind of mean <laughs> oh that's how we roll yeah, yeah it's supposed to be like 76 fahrenheit tomorrow Oh, it's beautiful. That's yeah. perfect. Going down to San Diego in friggin' what was that? October is when SoCal is. I was yeah. like, oh, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> Put my so toque and jacket away. Yeah. <laughs> you leave those in the car and then you just like freeze when you run to the vehicle. That's uh, why it's a, that's why a two bedroom, uh, one bath, eight hundred square feet house is uh, two million dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vancouver, Vancouver's pretty bad too. But yeah, California is something else. Um yeah, so we are out, Tristan, on our side. You guys are out, John. Yep. And you're also, yeah, you're also out, Tom. But uh-huh. uh, Tom is so, also always out. Yeah. Tom is not here now. He knows <laughs> not the Sigmar ways. Learn a real game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's right. The funny part is he would actually like, he would love a Sigmar. It was a good hike. <laughs> uh, I had one for Tom as well. Oh, that's right. Drukari are good. Adeptus Mechanicus, both armies should die. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would be fine with that. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. But then it'd still just be Grey Knights and five baby carriers running around. That's true. Yeah, Grey Knights are still, they're, they're pretty good. Well, yeah, Adeptus Mechanicus is already more or less out because you're not seeing it in like in the top uh, in the top spots recently. Yeah, I needed good, something though. with seven syllables. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh yeah 40k is gonna be getting new points you guys are adopting missions that are very similar to what age of sigmar is doing mm-hmm. which is cool i mean those two systems bleed into each other quite often uh, yeah crazy right same company i know right? <laughs> but what a surprise but ninth edition is a fucking shit show and it's good uh, to see things are getting changed uh i mean it's As a definitely player, had some bad moments. It's a bad place. <laughs> it's definitely had some bad moments. Um, I think the game, in a larger context, is pretty healthy in the sense of like for casual, for the vast majority of people who play, it's uh, a pretty good experience. Um, mm-hmm. they, you know, the rule system is pretty lean, pretty effective. Um, you know, enjoyable. The competitive side is more unbalanced. Than I think it was an eighth for sure. But you know, again, competitive play, especially in forty k, is such a small population of the actual player base that you know it gets a lot it gets outsized attention because you know competitive players are very online right but you know a the, healthy competitive game is fun in both aspects no it is i always again adam and i can attest that we both work hard to foster a better competitive environment because that ultimately you know helps everybody but you know the uh the system itself and like the game is like is strong until you start getting to the highly competitive levels where you know again there's just the ability for abuse is almost necessary to be able to win right and when the focus is entirely on winning you get these really oppressive builds like the mm-hmm. orc you know the orc of speedwog of doom and five you know five nemesis red knights and you know basically blah, blah, blah. anything Chima brings to a tournament needs yeah. to be looked at <laughs> essentially i mean that's basically, kind of what yeah. that guy does yeah 
but that's i mean that's the nature of a competitive game is that you're the the people who are going to win are are the people who are able to find the broken like the things that kind of quote unquote break the game and that are going to be I don't know. They're 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 gonna find those stupid combinations that exist and be able to use them well. Yeah, and re- and remember their rules. <laughs> that usually helps. That's, that's although true. sometimes they don't. Yeah, that's true. Usually to their benefit, but you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I forget my rules, it fucks me for first three games of my tournaments. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm me like, too. But <laughs> that's uh, a, I, I my models can do that. Yeah, why haven't you been? I'm so dumb. Yeah. The reason why we have TFG on here, by the way, I guess the introductions be pretty good here. Uh, we're in like a partnership. We're in a collab- like we're under an umbrella, all under yeah. under. I think the, it's secretly the... they're trying to take us over uh, eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know. if we are, that's Danny's plan, not mine. <laughs> yeah, eventually I was going to try and get to Tom with those playing, guys. and uh, you know, then eventually get Tom to just constantly crash your guys' podcast, and eventually you absorb him, and there we go. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I've known you guys for a while. Yeah. Yeah. For like four years, four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Since, yeah. since you were in forty, playing forty k competitively. Yeah. Since know. you wore the banana hammocks to forty k to the LVO. Uh, yeah yeah for the most part yeah that's yeah. it's a good way to get to know me yeah, yeah yeah before you kind of you know i feel like you've matured and you've moved on to the tasteful rompers you know <laughs> it's more accepted in the agency more side to be fair uh but yeah so we know each other for a long time i guess you started listening and realized we had a podcast and decided it'd be cool to kind of join hands yeah yeah i mean there's especially with you know i think there's having done podcast, you know, basically been in kind of this weird niche sphere for seven years or so. Um, and Adam can talk to this even more because he was there at the very, very beginning at TFG. Mm. Um, we've seen kind of like the ups and downs, like some, you know, some properties get really popular and start kind of riding that wave. And then there's a crash. And then, you know, there's just, honestly, there's so much, so many more now than there used to be. But part of that too, is so many pop up and they get maybe six months in and then they drop off. And so you just get this kind of like constant carousel. And the one way to kind of survive that noise, I think for people who really love doing it, they're not doing it to feed a Patreon. They're not doing it to make a bunch of money. They're not doing it to try and be in some kind of celebrity in the strange world we live in um, who just enjoy doing a podcast because they like talking with their friends about something they're very passionate about. Uh, one of the best ways to kind of survive if you're one of those is to spread visibility to each other, right? To make sure that your, you know, your listeners are aware of these other people who have similar interests and similar tastes. And, you know, hopefully if they vibe with you, they vibe with them, right? And it's to kind of make sure that that you're constantly giving each other that visibility to kind of, you know, to keep well, things going because it's nice to know people listen. This is all about my yeah. ego. That's just basically exactly. the show is my ego <laughs> it is <laughs> yeah, after mean, every episode dayton says this is the only reason i talk to you guys <laughs> but yeah <laughs> podcasts around a game system like this have a life expectancy of like potato salad yeah like we don't expect to go long and the fact that it keeps going is fantastic and people are still listening and we're still having fun doing it and it's a blast this game is fucking awesome the community is fantastic both sides age of sigmar and 40k oh yeah and uh you know it's if people like to listen to us fantastic it's great i mean if we had no listeners we'd probably be disheartened and stop <laughs> let's <Yeah>. be fair <laughs> like yeah I'm not just doing it for bud 
Like, like, I, like I mentioned, we don't, we don't, at least I don't, I don't look at the numbers as much as I used to in the beginning. Um, after like I was before concerned, like how many listeners, you know, things like that. And then now it's just, we just do it and if we get listeners. Great. And then Danny's has always said, we don't, we may not get as many as some of the other more popular podcasts, but we get like the right people who listen. Yeah. And we'll piss on your graves because we'll be around longer than you guys. (laughs) You. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think it's important to just. Except Paul Murphy, I guess like Paul Murphy is like the only other old dog. Uh, Yeah. Paul Murphy. uh, uh, Independent characters isn't around anymore. No. The other one is um, preferred enemies, but they're not a competitive, but they're kind of casual competitive. Not like uh, life after the cover save, obviously, really super they, heavy competitive. They, they vary Ed, from Ed is very uh, competitive, Robo Ed, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, in terms of competitive podcasts, and I don't even know if you can call uh, Forza Narrative competitive anymore. No, um, we're no. probably the only we're probably the longest uh, one that's still around, right? With a com- specifically a competitive focus as opposed to yeah. let's just do our fluff review of or our codex review of blah, which is something yeah. we actually never really do. It, is codex reviews right right i think one of the things uh like uh i've obviously only started listening to tfg radio when Staten was like hey tfg radio wants to partner up i figured oh i should listen to these guys you know do a background check and everything right. background check uh, that's funny what, that's uh, a good one idea. of the things i appreciate about your podcast is is because you're you're so rules focused right because mm. because that's what you do a lot and i like it's not just talking about oh what's a good list um and those kind of things, right. but it's, it's getting into the, you know, tournament situation. These are some of the rules situations that come up. Uh, these are the things we see. And, and like, that's, that's something that really interests me uh, in, in listening to your podcast. Yeah. I mean, that's spent too much time doing sometimes. <laughs> no, yeah, no what, great. what what I found in, in, because uh, I, I actually about how many years it's been, it's been like two or three years. I used to do a uh, an article for Bill of Lost Souls where I had to review uh, podcasts, uh, wargaming podcasts, and that included Age of Sigmar, 40K, a Horus Heresy, uh, even non-GW games like War Machine, uh, what's the other one? Infinity, things like that. And a lot of them were more or less that, where it was just like, here's the here's the next great list, and here's what it does, and it's it. And I knew um, once we started doing more of the focus on the judge stuff, I didn't want to do codex reviews per se or uh going over lists that everybody's going to go over right now if you want to go look at a list you go to like art of war or one of the other more more competitive focused uh game focused podcasts but and no one really talks about like the event themselves so to speak in in regards to like whether it's age of sigma or 40k in regards to like what kind of rules are these people using what what faq are they using for their for their tournament, like in early Age of Sigmar, we talked about the uh, the different there were the different point systems that they had because there was no point system in first edition. I mean, I forget the names, but I remember there was one based on like number of models or number of wounds. Mm-hmm. There was one that was actually yep. points based, which is the one GW ended up using. Um, but uh, th- there's there's different ways for people for, for to run the tournament. So it's and a lot of people don't hear about that or talk about that. So it's it's better like some people use the frontline uh, rules FAQ that we use for our events. Some people actually used uh, the WTC FAQ. 
So it just, and people need to know that and people don't know that and they don't know the difference, Some, you know, especially for formats like team yeah. events, single events, is there a cutoff, things of that nature. So, so yeah. I tried when, when, when we made the transition to more of a judge focus because we had jo- uh, Danny with us because we had added originally it was me and, and uh, Travis and then his wife and then they left and then it was me, John, and we added Danny and we added Tom because, and I don't, to be honest, I don't know why we added Tom. <laughs> uh, he just because he showed Tom's up a, one day. Yeah. Cause I think he just came on and just kept on. He was always available, which is funny because now he's never available. Um, so I think, and Tom gives that perspective from like a player perspective, cause he's not really a judge and in, in regards to like the rules and things like that. And I think people, a lot of people don't talk about that. And that's one of the reasons why we kind of went to that focus. Mm-hmm. Hey, Adam, when's the last time you've been on Bella Lost Souls? Like the website. You mean the, the as a, you mean just to look at it or yeah. I still write the, I still write articles for them. <laughs> I get, I get less advertisement on Pornhub than I do on that <laughs> fucking site. Um, like I, I visit, I visit them to look at an article uh-huh. and I, I, like the next day I had spam emails, like hitting my inbox, like crazy. <laughs> I go, I go on there when I have to write an article. So I don't, and I, so when I log in, I don't, I log in cause they have a no article subscription. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Which they don't really talk about, I guess. I don't know. I don't read their articles. I just write them. Yeah. Um, so, so when I go in, I don't see, I don't see the ads. That's good. Cause they have me in as the sub- subscription, uh, Nicole has an article on there as well. She wrote four years ago. Yeah, I write I write one every week, which I'm think I think I'm stopping at the end of this year because um, it's a bit much with all the other stuff I do. So, uh, how many events would you go to in a year? As a judge or as a player? Or sure, both. both. Yes. Um, there's the monthly RTT at at our our local store that we go to. Um, but this year, especially because Frontline started to do all these events, I've I went to um, there's there's three GTs at our local store. So Battle for LA's and Hammer Wrath are the ones that I run, and they did a Old Town Showdown, which is the one the store sponsors. So it's those three, the monthly RTTs, and for Frontline, I went to the the Atlantic City. I didn't go to Texas. I did SoCal Open, and I did their Las Vegas team tournament. Um, I don't know when this is this episode's airing, but I'm going to the New Orleans Open for your front for Frontline. It'll it'll air tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, then then this week I'll be at at in New Orleans. New Orleans. Um, New Orleans. Uh, you know who's not going to be there? Reese. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy. <laughs> and then um, and then uh, I'll be at. LVO next month, and then I'll be at I'll be at the uh, the uh, Cherokee Open in February. Hey Dayton, it's December. Yeah, I know, but it's January like twenty fourth <laughs> or whatever. Like it's it's the it's the end of it's of the January. end of it's the end. Of it January. rolls into yeah. February by the time yeah. I fly back. It so does. it's yeah. two months. <laughs> I'll be there from Wednesday to Tuesday. Yeah, um, so that's. So it's all, and then uh, I think we have another GT at our local store uh, two weeks after, two weeks after LVO, and then two weeks after that I go to North Carolina for. So it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot this year. It's a few. Yeah, it's it's more than most. I actually enjoy judging uh, a lot. So, I mean, you'd have to <laughs> to have a career yeah. as yours. 
Uh, yeah, you, you gotta like it to do it. I also, I, I'm also an empty nester, so my my daughter's grown, so I don't have to, I don't have those the the you know I don't have to, anybody to take care of except myself. So almost well, in there, your minis, almost in your historical there. gaming, <laughs> and my yeah, I even counted the historical stuff, but I don't travel for the historical stuff. So well, they didn't, right? It'd be you gotta show up in a carriage and buggy. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. <laughs> depends where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah be like a Rothschild it's funny because we make fun of John with the historical reenactment joke but I'm actually the one that's like way into historicals so that's cool man you got your thing it's yeah. awesome and we'll talk more about it after this musical break that Adam is going to suggest oh I am yeah why not you listen to music oh. right I, I do but uh, uh, oh wait I can't suggest that um <laughs> We have no censorship. Yeah. Oh, you way. don't? No. Um, oh, I can't do that. Um, just put uh, insane in the brain. Yeah. Oh, Cypress Hill. Yeah. All right. And we will be back. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? Not copywriting. Are bar. back. <laughs> Just ruined it. Uh, Adam, have you heard of Rage of Sigmar? Yes. Okay. That's good. They're big. They're big. Yeah. Deal. They're they're really? big deal. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I I know the name only only because I like I said I did all the podcast reviews for everything. Oh, okay. So I know most of the especially the ones that have been around a long because I stopped doing it about two years ago. Oh yeah, and they've been around for a long time. Yeah, how long have they been around? Four more, more than two years. Four years, almost four. Yeah, I, don't I mean, when you only do an episode once every six months, you can go pretty far. <laughs> <laughs> it's only during COVID. <laughs> we still are. Yeah. We still did our biweekly episode during COVID. We did too. Then we went weekly. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. I did that, that for three what? years. Hey, listen, there's a reason why there's only two out of the three. <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah. We did we and we did ours three years like live. We would I would go over Travis's apartment and we'd record at his place every week. That's oh, nice. Wow. That's nice though, because you get a different dynamic and you read the room better too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we do video, even though it's not televised, your guys' is, but at least having some sort of social cues is pretty key. 
Well, John we're was pretty distracting. Came the, John came up with the idea to do it on Twitch. I think he, because uh, I think he just he, wanted to be different. He or, learned or, how to be Twitch. He yeah, learned how he learned how to do Twitch, I guess. I don't know. You have to ask him why. I can't share my memes through podcasts. That could have been also. Although that that the meme thing's only recent. Uh, originally, when we first started, we actually did the recording on Twitch at his house. Oh, okay. At John's house. So you look at the early ones. All of us are in a room together. Uh, and then then we did a couple that were over Discord because we were we couldn't meet up for the episode. And then we just got lazy and just kept it like that. And then it's been like that ever since. <laughs> yeah. Then he like paints shit like that. Yeah. I remember I watched an episode of you guys and he was painting and he fucking when he dragged his paintbrush across, he didn't clear the distance and he like did like a black streak across the night he was painting. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and he could see it. It was like right on the camera. It's like, oh. He made it into a happy little tree right beside that cottage. He just yeah. made that night his night and the way he wanted it. I uh, just to recap, we are we are talking to uh, Adam and sometimes Danny from TFG Radio, <laughs> our podcast affiliates on the Global Podcast Affiliate Network. I don't know, do we have an official name? Is it like uh, Danny? It's, it's basically Network? it was basically Danny's idea, and he want he basically we just call it like a Grand Alliance podcast, Grand Alliance. Oh yeah, like we are part of the podcast Grand Alliance. Destruction. Yeah. What would we be? Uh, probably destruction. Yeah, because it's us. It's TFG Radio. You guys, Party of the All Points, uh, Flying Monkey, uh, Wargaming Podcast. And if anyone listens to that, then they know. Yeah, we're part of destruction. <laughs> um, just because of the nature of all three of those podcasts, in terms of how they how we are. <laughs> well, their title is if. What wargaming was easy to be called your mom? Yeah, that's their tagline. <laughs> Jesus. That should tell you everything you need to know about that, about I, that I show. <laughs> your mom's a saint, bud. Oh, okay. And then uh, it also includes uh, Focused Fire, which is if when, when they do a show. And then it also includes our fluff, our 40K lore park, podcast, uh, Pod Save the Imperium. So Ooh. there we go. That's all you guys, of them. You guys help with uh tony as well right tony tony's one of our sponsors yeah yeah how many sponsors do you guys got huh how many sponsors do you guys got we only have two it's tony and the and gameology the one our local store that we go to oh okay they have a they have a web store that that's why when we do some prizes like for the haiku contest it's it's a gift certificate to either either store whoever whichever one the winner wants so Uh, yeah that makes sense uh we we have movement trays Mini Mag, Mini Mag, Mini Mag tray, metal tray. Yeah, it? Mini Mag Bro, is that our Mini Mag Bro? Is our yeah, that's our discount code for five percent off. And we are currently in talks with a game store as well. And uh, it would be if you're in store and use the coupon, you get a cash back on purchases, and they do fifteen percent already. So it's pretty good. I want a and, starter set. I'm not if I don't get a starter set, it's that's a deal breaker. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I also mentioned (laughs) that we probably tap into them for when we do uh, fundraising or contests or stuff like that, which is right. And then once in a while, we've had Army Painter step up too. Okay. Yeah. Thoughts, Adam, right? Fucking nicest (laughs) guy out there. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Adam, can you do anything for this? He's like, yeah, how about a mega air paint set that's just released? That should be out the same time as your contest. Like, yep. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate that. (laughs) 
Yeah, he uh, he hooked us up my school group uh, with lots with lots of stuff for our school group. It's it's awesome. Kids are loving it. Yeah, he's a great great spokesman for that company. Yeah. So, let's talk a little bit about AOS and when Adam's going to start playing at GTS and give up on forty k. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I can. I go to or, too many 40k or, tournaments. Or you're working on uh, you're working on AOS Army I right am. now. Why don't you tell us about it? it. Um, I actually started it before during 2.0 because Danny Danny was always harping about it. I played uh, I played an initial game uh, when it first came out. I bought the I bought the box uh, when it came out on July back on July 4th at BAO. I remember picking it up at BAO. Uh, I had so I have I had the uh, chaos the corn army. I played a few played a few games. Then I stopped because it there was no points at the time. Yeah, there was no point <laughs> to playing. Yeah, um, I still had some of my orcs and goblins, so I was able to make an army list there. I, I what ends up happening is I tend to like dabble in a few armies right where something looks cool like the the moon clan grots when those came mm-hmm. out. Yeah. I get the stuff. I start. I start putting some of them together, and then I get bored with them, and I, I eventually sell them off. Um, the the Sons of Emmet have the same appeal that Knights did, but when they first came out in Sixth Edition, where it's just like six or eight models. So I bought. I got the models. Um, got the book around two It was during two Um, I haven't really got around to to uh, playing with them yet. And the, but the big appeal for me was the fact that I could kick the objectives. That's the only reason I'm, I want to play the army. <laughs> I know that's a bit. I didn't even know if it was good or not. The army itself, apparently, it is now. Yeah, but, you can um, score a secondary based on it. Yeah, so I just wanted the ability to, to kick objectives around around the table. That's really all I wanted to do. Winning was secondary to doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, it so, turns out um, they do that really well. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I built the army during 2.0 and then I waited to play until 3.0 came out. I haven't played yet. I still need to build one of the mega gargants. So once I get that done, I'll probably play a couple learning games with Danny. Are you running triple megas? No, just two, two and then six, two? Uh, six, yeah. Then six uh, gargants. Gate breaker and a war stomper. Or? I don't know what they do. The which one is, that kicks the, the one objective. And then I think the gate, the gate breaker. Gate breaker. Yeah. yeah. And I used to play whenever I played uh, orcs and goblins. I used to run a giant, anyway. So I'm, I'm used to running giants. Have you ever like like uh, there's a couple novels that came out on the Gloom Spike Gets, and they're oh really fucking terrifying, dude. No, really. The only <laughs> no, one I read was the uh, Gotrick series. Yeah, the the latest one. The latest one where they're putting people in mushrooms. Oh, yeah, 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 that's that's <laughs> freaky, man. Yeah, <laughs> where they're like. The one, uh, well, I'm not gonna spoiler, but yeah, there's a lot of spoilers. There's like horrifying scenes of showing how much the gloom spike gets are just fucking everything, yeah, Yeah. and everyone. (laughs) It's amazing and laughing while they do it. If if you like old world stuff, Scar Stick is fabulous. Uh, Okay, uh, for for Night Goblin lore, I I love that book. I'm also I'm also a dwarf fan too, so. There's a lot of dwarves getting carved up in that that I really enjoyed, and, and Bud plays 40k as well. I do. <laughs> I, I have I have both four thousand points of Dark Angels sitting on my shelf, and I have have I have a bunch of rubrics and Scarebo Cult that I need to paint oh, okay. as well. 
yeah and my skyfire it's nice because my skyfires and my zangors all uh all move across yeah between 40k and aos all my pink horrors that i have now I'm waiting for a demon codex to come out yeah i have i have a bunch of i read in was it sixth it was sixth or seventh edition where i ran like 60 pink horrors because i thought they were good people. i don't know so i have a bunch of pink horrors and i have a bunch of zinch stuff basically there you go 60 pink horrors is like a meta that's a meta aos list right there <laughs> is it i don't know <laughs> you'd be the, pe- the person people hate do you know oh. how many do you know how many wounds are in 10 pink horrors adam in aos yep it does do they split into blues and brimstones yep so that'd be probably what uh two four what five or six per model Five, I'm per assuming. Model. five, five per model. So a unit yeah. of ten is fifty wounds. Yeah, yeah. And you can reinforce them. You can have a unit of thirty. Really? Oh wow! And they're immune to battle shock <laughs> until you start taking brims off. Right. Dayton. Dayton has uh, PTSD from playing against pinks. <laughs> yeah. So we're just their points enjoy. are going up. Their points are going up. Okay. <laughs> are, I, I don't know why. It's like. I'm not, I'm not good with them, so why are the points going up? I tried, guys. I tried to keep the points down through my play, but it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, they're basically the ba- the best tar pit in AOS. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm still I'm still learning bits and pieces here and here and there. I'm I'm sure Danny will. Lord of Change, Fate Weaver. Yeah, I've, I just got a Lord of Change, so yeah, mainly yeah, for 40k, not for AOS. Uh, Zeech Zeech just won uh, the us open oh, okay that just happened yeah yeah that was uh what's his name he was at uh Walters, caleb caleb yeah he was he was at the uh rochester the boys uh yeah boys that i was at yeah he lost to ridge in the finals so then he went five and oh and open friend of the show friend of the show friend of the show season of war ridge destroyer of tournaments fucker of dreams <laughs> yeah I'm playing him tomorrow, by the way. <laughs> and I'm goes, gonna... When he gets really drunk, his face goes like Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes, a little bit. Uh, they'll all be at LVO, so I'll be. Uh, I'll introduce you, Adam. I know. Okay, you... uh, I'll be at the judge's table usually, oh, if, yeah. if not yeah. walking around. Yeah, I'll be walking around and barely anything like I usually do. It'll be good. Yeah. I'm going to come over with the rules question for AOS. For AOS. <laughs> well, there was a time the guy running AOS had to come to us to help with the, those issues with the, uh, fuck, it was like a double red. We had a double red, a couple guys. Oh, uh, yeah. I believe I you guys that. probably know about that. Yep. So, Joe and Jacob really know about it. <laughs> <laughs> was it them? I don't know. No, it wasn't them. It was okay. Different. It was different. <laughs> okay. What to do with the double red card? Well, why we had to give the double red card was more. I don't know if you know the circumstances of it or not. Yeah, somewhat. We don't have to. That's drama, man. That's man. like that was like two, three years ago. You now, know, like, yeah, we don't need that kind of stuff anymore. <laughs> no. right? Different edition now. Yeah, I mean, we're just all water. It was, a different, the it was a different time. You know, yeah. that was a different league. They had a red line. They had two line passes back then. <laughs> oh yeah, right. All size was just so much different back then. Uh, right? The goaltender's equipment was smaller, so uh, I mean, it was a lot more wide open game. It was before the trap, you know. Oh well, yeah, you could hit the guys in the corners, eh, in the board. Oh that, yeah, that wasn't you really could. A thing. 
you know, like that, that, that four check coming down, you could really slow that down by getting in the guy's way without getting called for interference. Now you oh, put right. a finger on the guy and the ref's hand goes up and you're sitting in the box for two minutes. Well, they're young, right? You got to protect them though. Right. Like, they, oh, I know. Uh, we still want to watch them play, right? We don't want to see them offsides. Or we something. don't want to see those concussions. We don't see Eric Lindros. Yeah, we don't see Eric Lindros getting laid out by Scott Stevens anymore. Oh, well, yeah, right? Right, Adam? Hearing you guys, hearing right you guys talk like that reminds me of the, the movie Strange Brew. Because <laughs> my dad loved that movie. Spud McKenzie. What? Or What was the dog's name? No, oh, Strange Brew was the movie with Bob the, and Doug. No, I, I know, brothers. but they had a dog, and the dog's name oh. was Spud. Was it Spud? Yeah, because they ran out yeah. of beer, and they were going to steal the beer from Spud, but the dog gets like super <laughs> aggressive when they try taking the beer out of his bowl. Yes, <laughs> I remember right. that now. And then they give yeah. the dog a bunch of beer, and he turns into like Super Dog, <laughs> and then goes and fucks like that poodle or whatever. <laughs> so I was at I was at a I was at an NHL game on Friday. And one of the segments in between the whistles it was they played uh, Take Off, the Bob and Doug song did with Rush. Mm-hmm. And they said, let's see, let's check out these hosers in the stands. And then they did the camera on. I didn't get on because I'm apparently I'm not a hoser. <laughs> but, but still, uh, Bob and Doug's still alive and well. Yeah, AOS is getting some Nurgle action soon. Oh, you happy about that. that, Adam? Oh, the Maggotkin book? I saw that in in the uh, Shadow and Throne mm-hmm. announcement. They get one new character, <laughs> and then they're revamping all the because it's one of the oldest books. Okay, it's the oldest book, isn't it? Uh, is it an update? Isn't uh, I think so. I don't know. I don't. I, I forgot is. the release schedule. And they get then. I know Stormcast get a, like Space Marines get a new book every six months. Yes. Yeah. Sigmarines were pretty much still the same. They got like yeah. th- three books four yeah yeah they have about a bazillion war scrolls too yeah just like space rings yep (laughs) now they got dragons they just got released yeah dino danny's excited about the dragons and his son is too you see the uh the big dragon so Uh, the reason no the reason why the uh the dragons were delayed was because there was a manufacturing issue with the prince oh okay so it had to be pushed back to be refinished but a lot of the big dragons people have been receiving are missing like a chunk of scale <laughs> out of their kit. So there's like this huh. hole in the shoulder on their... Well, uh, that's left, where you shoot the black shoulder. arrow. Yeah, basically, right? <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that podcast. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. I don't even know if there is one. <laughs> Isn't that where Sean Connery lifts it up so he can shoot the... Oh, yeah. In the heart oh, so he yeah. can die and then the king dies as well. Right. <laughs> so dragon, dragon art was horrible. You need, you need to do an episode where you review all the dragon movies. Rain of Fire, one oh, of the Rain best. Of Fire. Rain of Fire, one of the best. Come on. Oh my god. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> so good. He lost me at my He had Batman. <laughs> Batman was in it. Christian Bale. Oh, that's right. He was in that. Yeah. Right? I'm not pulling this out of my ass. I don't know this shit. Fuck, I'll talk dragon movies. Oh Rain God. of Fire was great. Okay, great, 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 smog. great in, you know, dragon. Like, we, we're we really picking from <laughs> like five, <laughs> really, honestly. <laughs> we don't talk about Dungeons and Dragons in the movie. That's not a thing. We don't talk about that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so there's a uh, 
so sent back everyone gets their stuff and it's been hit and miss it's not every kit oh okay just some of the kits weird interesting yeah it's it's, it's been interesting but and gw uh, yeah. is now selling an alternate scale on their website kind of like the marine shoulder upgrade here's your scale <laughs> upgrade so that yeah. you can cover this 25 dollars yeah yep. i mean we have aos is nice that way there's a lot of conversions and stuff you can do stuff. yeah it, you can fix it I mean, we're pros. We're hobby yeah. pros. Yeah. And you can you can put it any color you want. Yeah. You pay your $180 for that dragon kit and get a little fucking yeah. <laughs> mess up that you got to fix. Yeah. You don't have to paint it green because it's a dark angel or a salamander. But to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, um, it's not a super hyper competitive model. So it looks cool, though. Smaller ones are right. According to. DNA. Yeah. The smaller ones are amazing. Uh, He's it, still it's. It's not They've already been nerfed. They hadn't even been released yet, and they had already been nerfed. Yeah, I yeah, saw that. Before even released, GW has never done that before. Yeah. Um, they've done like day of uh, errata, but not not a pre. This is the first time I've seen that. This was like before. Iron Hands, okay? This was AOS Iron Hands. <laughs> this is what we were expecting when the dragons were released. Yeah. yeah. Like they were just going to come in because you could just, their battle line, you could just run yeah. all dragons. Oh, trust me. Danny was talking all about it. <laughs> maybe for some of our listeners don't know dragons would have sucked that was a space wolf thing wasn't it the day one errata uh yeah the day one errata was because the space wolf warlord trade i think it was was misprinted so yeah so when you bought the book it had a sleeve like a pit, a pit you put into the book wasn't it <laughs> it didn't have that <laughs> you, a little you, sticker you to put it, over top you of slide it. it it'd be funny if it did though <laughs> oh my god just go digital Fuck it'd be, it'd be like the, digital. yeah what are you talking about i can just do like the old school chapter approval i just cut it out and then paste it over whatever i need to replace yep <laughs> done <laughs> teach these kids some necessary cutting and yeah. skills yeah yeah but yeah it's not that they're not hyper competitive it's they're pointed i think actually well for what they do but it's they're not game breaking so you won't see them as much when there's broken shit already the dragons or the big dragon is stormcast in general or so oh, okay the big dragon though yeah i don't think you'll see it much yeah. you'll what see about the, the magakin magakin the nurgle the nurgle stuff still there hasn't been a whole lot of stuff that's dropped out we've had little tis, uh taste tidbits everyone is fucking painting a glotkin right now okay so glotkin <laughs> um there is a lot of that a lot of play testers and stuff that do it Oh right! You see what they're painting is the same way that like Nick or Nick and Look, Siegler it's on a and square stuff. Base. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's got a glock in, but yeah, he's supposed to be like a big key piece for the army. So okay, but yeah, he- uh, what we heard from the books is it's gonna be good. So. I hope so. I don't play Nurgle. I have no interest in playing Nurgle. I have that big. Be- they're competitive well. now. That's the thing. So this is just gonna bump them up, but the, you don't see them a lot though, like because you need like five fucking books to, to show up to an army. It's true. That's, well, yeah, what do you need? You need the you need you need broken their realms. Home. You need the broken realms, the slaves to darkness one or whatever it is that had the yeah. twice befoulment. Oh, they oh they had a battalion in there. Yeah. Okay. So you needed that need book. You just need a photocopy. Of- oh yeah, I know. Still or, or is this like when you go to a music festival where you have to have two original copies of the song and then the and then the, the piano players when i when i sang at the festivals 
Okay. Then for every song I sang, I did two, have two original copies. So when you go to a tournament, you have to have the original <laughs> copy of the Battle Tome and not just full copy. If you're, if you're expecting me to just pick up along with that, I'm sorry, wrong crowd. Come on, Dayton. There's lots of things that you just go along with. Right. Usually. You're right. I'm sorry, yeah. but I let you down there. That's all right. That's all right. I'll get, I'll get over it. <laughs> uh, Daddy will be back at some point, I'm sure. Maybe or maybe not. He had to go take care of his kid because he's a parent. Yeah. yeah. We all understand. My kid's in the Dominican. Well, one of them. The others in Winnipeg. Same thing, really. Honestly. True, except <laughs> one gets to surf and the other has to walk in the snow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. You guys got a tournament coming up, though, don't you, Adam? Your hosting? Uh, just the uh, New Orleans Open. This no, week. Are, don't you guys have your own like tournament, though, that you do? We we had one last month. Oh, okay. That was and then the next one's in February. We did have an AOS tournament RTT yesterday or Saturday, this past Saturday. What? But I don't know. They The store doesn't feel they're, they're at a point here where they can, because uh, the, the community is still growing in our area. Um, there's a local league not it, with, uh, I know it's less than 20 players, but it's fairly, it's, it's getting there. But uh, they they feel right now it's it's not big enough to host host like a larger tournament like a GT or something like that. So. Uh, there's rumored to be three new factions next year for AOS. For, for AOS, yeah. That's nice say about AOS over 40k. Is your it shit's new? Like if you want to just pick up, mm-hmm. like basically if you're getting into the NFL late, you know. You get you go to the Houston Texans because you want to see them develop and really be with them since the beginning, right? So AOS gives you those options. And then I have no idea where you're going with you watch Houston Texans lose 31 to nothing against Indianapolis today. And that well then that means the, the Lions have been developing for a number of years. Yeah. <laughs> and they won today. I mean they, they we won bills. We <laughs> really want to. I mean, I don't follow. We were just talking about that earlier. I don't follow football as much as as I used to, but I do. I know some things never change. So, <laughs> at least while I'm alive, if you live in the city of Buffalo, you're cursed forever, basically. Yes, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, yeah. They, they've been trying uh, ever, especially since 3.0. At least in our area, we've been seeing a lot more people uh, pick up on uh, Age of Sigmar, especially as a side, considering what's been going on in 40k. Uh, as as like a side a side thing to maybe take a break from 40k until what's maybe what's going on with 40k Adam I don't I don't know oh, a lot of like uh, uh, orcs and orcs and uh, admec admec depends what time of the year the sisters Dark of battle admec now it's gray knights with their yeah, with their yeah. nemesis dread knights spam t suns you're feeling those are pretty balanced it's not game oh, yeah. breaking. No, they're not. I don't. I don't think so. It's just. It's just a hard, a lot to keep keep track of. And if if Grey Knights are easier to because Grey Knights and, and Thousand Suns, Grey Knights are easier to play. Uh, Thousand Suns are a lot uh, has a have a has a higher learning curve. Yeah, so a lot of people don't play it. You know. Well, yeah, you got a deep strike magnets for sure. And no, uh, it's more like the cabal, the powers, the the, the powers, the the different cults and then you have the cabal points there's another thing to track it's, mm-hmm. it can get a lot the the list i i was running was very simple um everyone almost had the same power it wasn't it wasn't that hard but but especially with uh Drakari, which has a lot of a lot of moving parts and adeptus mechanicus oh my god that that has a lot of moving parts so a lot of people 
like I said, are kind of like taking a break from it till hopefully it tones down a little more, maybe after the new, when the new missions come out or, and the new point values come out for everyone else, then, then hopefully people will come back. Otherwise people are taking a break and maybe going to age of Sigmar as a kind of like a palate cleanser to like, yeah, I don't know if you've uh, looked at the two new books that they've released, uh, Oric Worklands and Stormcast Eternals. They're simple. Yeah, yeah. Like the rules you get are on the War Scrolls. The sub-allegiances are like two sentences. Yeah, Artifacts it's... are very minimal. Um, obviously, there's no command points. Well, there is, but it's not. There is, but it's not yeah. like ours. Yeah, it's it's... Gene- they're generic. Like they're across yeah. for both players, so everyone knows yeah. what functions in each phase. Yeah. So you can see them saying, like, here you go. Let's focus more on the dynamic of movement and mission play as opposed to there's a billion things you got to remember. Yeah. It, especially now that, that we saw the, um, what's it called? The the battle stances were uh, for the, the custodes. custodes. Yeah. They just, I mean, it, it's, it's a lot. I, I hope it, I hope it doesn't come out in time for LVO because it's just going to be a lot more questions. <laughs> I don't want to have to answer. So I pick three stances. I can <laughs> stay in this stance, but yeah. there's also this other stance I can jump to. Yeah. A tertiary stance. Can I do a shinne turn and then a heel turn <laughs> kick? My character only turns right. <laughs> All he had to do was ask me to turn left. <laughs> <laughs> um I, yeah like one of the things in the in the bit of 40k that i've played one of the hardest things is just keeping all the stratagems straight yeah. you know and i keep uh, scanning through the page i'm pretty sure this unit has something and it's like if a whirlwind if uh <laughs> if an intercessor who is standing on a piece of terrain and has a grenade launcher uh, modeled onto it and is turned 30 degrees to the left then you can like yeah there's a there's a lot of there's well, a lot of excess strategies their, their intention i feel like when ninth edition first came out and when the new codexes came out was they removed things off of the data slates of the mm-hmm. units and turn their unique things into command abilities yeah but then as things kind of moved on they just like okay no we're gonna put a shit ton of stuff on the data slate and you get <laughs> The command abilities as well. <laughs> You're yeah. like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, some sometimes over the years it feels like they decide mid mid edition to change the design philosophy for the codexes. Make it horrible until they get a new edition, and then people are like, Oh, thank god, a new edition. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Just get Sounds the bar right. really low. Okay, guys, we've oh. got to a good spot. Yeah. Let's start dropping the bar a little bit. Only place to go is up. Yeah. It kills me. Is ninth edition when it first came out? It was a good time. I enjoyed it. I had fun. Yeah. And now I just no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I don't. You know what? Playing. So I played uh, Chaos Space Marine, regular Chaos Space Marine, um, in the early ninth, and then I switched one over to Thousand Suns yeah, when when it was uh, came out. And it's just a big difference. Just getting that extra, just having the extra wound, not even just having a codex. Yeah. But, but for some reason, uh, Games Workshop still refuses to give that extra wound, wound in an FAQ. Which they could easily do. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. they, instead, they gave us Death to the False Emperor, a better Death to the False Emperor. I don't know if you guys. Well, sixes yeah. to hit used to cause yeah. two hits against Imperium. No, so the old rule was on sixes to hit in on sixes to hit in close combat, it generated additional attacks. Yeah, yeah. Which meant you still have to had to roll to hit. 
Right. Okay. So the, the new one is basically additional hits in general. It doesn't have to be against Imperium. Uh, before, the old one was Imperial against Imperium only. Well, yeah, Death now, of the False Emperor makes yeah. sense. Now it's, <laughs> uh, now it's against everybody. Oh, okay. So they knew Necrons from before, and now they're getting, they're really hating Necrons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but for me, it's like, well, with, the, with those same sentence, you could have just put, hey, everybody gets two, here's the units that get two wounds or an extra wound. Right. Which help, would help a lot better than getting the Death of the False Emperor, in my opinion. Because having played Thousand Sons with the extra wound, I can't go back now. Can't I can't it. go back to one moon, guys. <laughs> it's for chumps. Yeah. It's for guard. Yeah. Taste towel. I'm not in that category. Mm-mm. Yeah. My guys are beefy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, crossed. whatever. I pay attention. I, I have to. I right. Like it's a game system I enjoyed very much. I have armies sitting on my shelf. I have a guy that entered my town who got a job at my workplace who only plays 40k. So I'll slowly creep on him until he plays me. I'll play 40k. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I can play 40k. But then you'll it. talk about AOS the whole it, time and about my amazing, amazing models. Yeah, you're gonna wear your shelf. AOS tough crowd shirt. It's like, oh yeah. yeah, this is our team. They're a really cool bunch of guys, but they only play AOS. Right. He's from um, the friends with the, uh, uh, what is it, uh, 40K in 40 minutes? Play okay. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The play on guys. So yeah. they're based out of Vancouver. So that's like Steve and all of them. So that's how he knows the game. It was introduced. So. Okay. That makes but sense. Yeah, but you're going to be playing some AOS in your future. Danny's fucking stronghold. Yeah, Danny, you guys all in yeah, there. Danny's slowly but surely, like, even trying to convince John. So. I know he just wants to play Archeon, right? Yeah, Archeon. Well, and John's in dragons now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he Only likes dragons. dragons. He likes big models to push around because he's a they nice are. player. They're fun. He should. Well, he should borrow my Sons of Mammoth and they can play those. There's only eight models. They're really good. <laughs> they, they, they win better than knights do. Yes. <laughs> I don't know about now. Army. Knights with the obsec is really good. No, uh, Sons of Bahamut are the number one performing army in AOS. Oh, really? Mission still? dependent. Yeah, I think they're still in the fifty-nine uh, percent. I think oh, is wow. their win rate. And they were the most played faction, but now Stormcast is. Oh, okay, because I remember when I went to uh, SoCal, SoCal Open, we I went to check them out, and like almost like seventy-five percent of the armies were all Sons of Mammoth. Yeah, yeah. like something insane like that. It's one of those things. Like if you build an army list, you gotta be like, can I kill? Because that's all they are. They're not. They're just a DPS check. Oh, okay. Like they're not like knights where uh, that's a durability test. Mm-hmm. Like, can you live out the the output? They are. Can you provide output to win? Because um, they count as thirty five models or twenty five models on an objective. Yeah, right. There's a count, command trait. Where, there's command trait that can make one thirty five. I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, it's the the faction. It's their sub allegiance. Sixty percent. Win 6%. Rate. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I got the stats up pretty quick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Only. Yeah. And they just took a GT two weeks ago in Ontario. 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 Yeah. Then they got a little double double of the little Tim Hortons or Oh yeah. Celebration, eh? Yeah. Just like the Leafs. Oh wait, they don't win. 
they got the new uh, Timbits from Justin Bieber there. The uh, what do they call them? Have you seen these? Uh, no, I haven't. Really? I knew Bieber. I knew. I knew the Biebs was doing something with uh, Tim's. Yeah, yeah, he's got new Timbits. They're just named after him. It's some weird. Name That's I funny because he uh, he he got the Biebs. He was upset with Tim Hortons when they changed their lid. Oh yeah, like that's what makes news in Canada. <laughs> Justin Bieber complaining about the new lids at Tim Hortons. It's like, yo, where's my old lid? Those lids were horrible. The new ones are way better. Uh, Adam, are you guys gonna be still recording through the holidays or what? Uh, we have an episode. We're gonna re- we recorded last week. We record on the sixteenth next week because then we'll have the GW Invitational and the Norlands Open to talk about. And then we take a break to the end of the year. And then the first week in January, which I believe is the sixth, is our will be our first episode of the new year. And that's where we'll, we'll announce the winner of the uh, haiku contest. Right. Oh, me and Dayton are in the Yeah, running. we're in there. We're there. Yeah. We'll yeah. just send it in. At so least can... mine was about Tom. <laughs> send it in so I remember I was, what it was. It was supposed to tell Tom what he missed. Oh, I, okay. I told him what he missed. The premise is Tom... Why wasn't it's, Tom available? It's Tom. Like, Tom in, any, yeah. 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 We actually over dinner at SoCal open, we went over how many times he was on the show. Cause he claims he, he claimed he was there more than five times. Cause I put the over under at five. <laughs> so he's basically Jacob Berry for us. <laughs> yes. Jacob Berry has been on as many times as Tom has been on yours. And well, Jacob Berry's yeah. not even in a, not even on like, he's oh. not even a host. Yeah. <laughs> now he's on that. I think. I think Tom is at five or six now. He was at four at by, oh, okay. by SoCal Open, which was in late October, end of October. So I think that's part of the reason Danny wanted the, the podcast alliance. So maybe Tom can get on one of the shows so he can at least be on something. Right? <laughs> He's not on the show. Can you even come on this one? Yeah. Nope. Tom is not fucking invited. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, it, he, he'll at least find one that's recording at a time that he's available. Maybe. Yeah, that, that's the hope. Uh, but both Bud and I are going to see you at LVO. Yes. Yeah. So that's going to be awesome. Dane, get your COVID test. What? Get your COVID test. Book it now. You can't. Uh, like Walgreens <laughs> and CVS, you can only book two weeks before. Oh, okay. Fine. Yeah. To enter into Canada, we need a PCR test. Oh, so okay. It was a stressful situation last time. I just went, I just got back from New York. Right. So it was a frantic. It, yeah. where i was in rochester was like covid outbreak oh okay. so like everything was book solid so it was actually a really <laughs> stressful occasion for me to try to get a pcr mm-hmm. test done yeah and, pro tip if you're coming to canada get and reese if you're listening oh, get a covid reese. test before you get to the airport <laughs> did you hear about this adam <laughs> no so reese was supposed to visit me in september Oh, right. I remember him mentioning that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like he was going to come up. We're going to do some biking. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a good time, drink. And then he was going to go to Calgary. He had a lady friend in Calgary, you know, Reese. Um, <laughs> he went to the airport, went to board and they were like, where's your, where's your negative COVID test? And he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he wasn't able to fly into Canada because he didn't have a fucking test. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Planning. You know, fine print, right? Yeah. Pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll see you at LVO. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Uh, we'll so coax you in some. Uh, we'll coax you in some AOS games. Pleasure having you on. Thanks for covering the whole TFG Good radio side, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, love talking to Bud. It's fantastic. Well, thanks, we are going through the Christmas holidays, it turns out. We still will record. I'll actually okay. have time. I have more time during the Christmas holidays than I do right. during the school. You're going to get eggnog, bud. Eggnog, bud, is a great bud. <laughs> eggnog and Kahlua. You bet, man. That's why we liked having tequila, John, on. Uh, <laughs> see, that's... Okay. I go across the border. I'm searching Mexican food, and I'm searching tequila. Okay. Because tequila in Canada is so fucking expensive. Oh, right. And, yes. sh- and for shit. It's shit tequila. I pay $40, and you guys are like $10. You're a heavy well, for the shit stuff, yeah, yeah. Like that's I'm going after like a forty dollar bottle out in the states, and that's like a good, decent, okay, decent yeah. tequila, right? So if All you right. need a flask of uh, tequila, Adam, you know who to come to. I'll okay, have, you know I don't have pockets <laughs> whatever I'm wearing because that's yes. usually not. Yeah, a I don't want to know where you keep the flask, right? Usually Are you in the wearing bromper. Too. You're not wearing your bromper. I might have a bromper, but it's probably gonna be thong for the most okay. part. Okay, yeah. Okay. It's usually how it goes. All right. <laughs> That'll yeah. be a great experience for Tina meeting you for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, she gets the whole package. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Adam. Thanks, right. man. Much no pleasure. problem. Bye. For- oh, hey, shout-outs. Sorry, shout-outs. We do shout-outs. That's what we okay. do. Okay. Oh, man. Structures. I had one. I, I even put it in the chat that said I was supposed to remember. Okay, here, you, you go. Oh, wait. I put it in the chat like earlier this week. I said, hey, remind me when we do shout outs. I want to <laughs> shout out this guy. <laughs> uh, Adam, you got any shout outs? Just a Tom to be on a show. Any show. I don't care Just at this point. Any show, Tom. Like, Jesus, Tom. <laughs> Get it together. Uh, my shout out is to Tom as well, but not that Tom. Different uh, Tom. At, yeah. At Felt Tom Gun. Uh, he was the one that just lost in the open he's plays daughter's game he's been trying hard he's from california oh tom Juan. yeah oh yeah for aos yeah yeah we know we know him because he used to play we used to play he used to play at our store oh okay yeah Yeah. he used to play war machine a lot dan danny knows him a lot too yeah he went like australia and played war machine and stuff he chases the meta everywhere he goes he he yes there's a good background story about Tom that I won't tell over on the air, but okay, we'll, we'll stop recording. And you're telling me the story. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Uh, yeah, I met him. Like I got to meet him in Rochester and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Seems okay. like a really good guy. There you go. I found my shout out. It's okay. Kurt Nigget. Oh yeah. Um, he's got some of these cruel boy stuff, but he's added uh, some Moon Clan Grotz bits from Forge World into uh, some of his conversions that look fabulous uh especially like the oversized golem i forget what that guy's called the guy that crawls along the ground yeah the slug slug off the river yeah what uh, yeah something like that dobby. but it's got the a dobby ho- yeah the dobby it's got a huda huda howda whatever it's got one of those things on it and it's got the big <laughs> moon clan flags uh there's the battle standard bear from forge world it looks great check him out on the twitter sphere marshmola slog off Mosh crawler. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. That's it. Go listen to TFG for 40k stuff and journey yep. perspective. Yeah. And peace.
Play.